0: Roar Success acknowledges the traditional custodians and cultures of the lands and seas on which we live, work and listen. This podcast is recorded on beautiful Biripai land and we pay our respects to all First Nations and Torres Strait Islander peoples, elders, ancestors and emerging leaders.
1: This podcast is produced by Roar Success. Learn more at roarsuccess.com.
0: Hello and welcome to the Raw Success Podcast. I'm your host and Raw CEO, Stacey Morgan. At Raw, we do business differently. We're building a community of fearless business owners, rewriting the rules to create success on their own terms. We're a network that aims to support, to elevate and to celebrate business. If this sounds like what you need, then you're in the right place. Today's episode is brought to you by the Raw Awards for 2024. Our Raw event is not your typical business or networking event. Our annual awards night has a reputation for being one hell of a good time. If you want to join the celebration, then jump on our email list to make sure you are notified when our 2024 awards entries open. You can join the VIP list now by following the link in our show notes. I'm so thrilled to kick off this episode with our very first interview for 2024 and the Raw Success Podcast with none other than the fabulous Tara McKeon from Proud Poppy Clothing. Tara was winner of the Raw Business of the Year in 2023. A little disclaimer, the audio is not great from my perspective. I was offsite and recording in a hotel closet at the time. Tara's audio is fabulous and the content was just too good to re-record. So I really hope you enjoy this episode with Tara from Proud Poppy Clothing. Welcome to the Raw Success Podcast. I'm so excited to be here today and especially to be here with our gold Raw Business of the Year winner, the gorgeous Tara McKeon from Proud Poppy Clothing. Tara, thank you so much for being here. Welcome. Thank you. It's exciting. Thanks for having me. It's just so lovely to always chat about people who are incredibly passionate about their business. I follow you on social media. I obviously see how passionate you are about your business, about empowering others, about just your brand in general is so electric and so amplified. I'm just so keen to hear about the story of how it's gone from an idea in your head, as many of us as entrepreneurs do, just start with an idea, all the way to the empire that you've built now. Tell us your business journey story. Gosh, Well,
1: we've been around just over four years now. So it's been a really long four years. But I think in the world of e four years is like 40 years, mm-hmm. um, especially if you consider what has happened in the world within those four years. We've had recessions, we've had pandemics, we've had also we've had wars, it's just been everything um, thrown at us under the sun. So um, it's definitely been a journey to say the least. Uh, I started the brand when I was on my maternity leave from my, uh, I was an emergency nurse. So I just finished my postgrad and done all my training and went on maternity leave. And I, there's a long there's a long story behind it but how long do we have (laughs) um so (laughs) I think yeah I'd always I'd always really loved fashion I'd loved clothes um but through my pregnancy through night shift nursing I'd put on a lot of weight um and then as a new mom I had I didn't have a whole lot of support as a new mum. So, um, you know, I really struggled. My son had allergies, he didn't sleep, we went to sleep school. So, um, you know, I put on more weight. And of course, I recognise now that there was a high component of postnatal depression and anxiety in there as well. But I just thought I'm a new mum, I'm an emergency nurse, I'm a paediatric nurse, like I can't ask for help, because I, I should know what to do. But I didn't know what to do. And what I was doing was fine, but it was just a big ego thing and a pride thing as well. So I just, you know, got lost in my little bubble there and just put on more weight. Um, And there was a really big component for me of anxiety about just trying to get out the house with my son. Um, I was breastfeeding. I was 140 kilos. So even when I finally was like, you know, I would really like to go to that barbecue or I would really like to go there, uh, often my restriction on being able to do that was that there actually wasn't anything that I could wear. So there was all this other stuff going on in my life, which was huge. And then the one thing that stopped me from living was there was nothing that I could wear. Which that's to me is just absurd. That's ridiculous. Like if you have all these other huge actual important things that you can overcome um, and genuine fears but then you go and there's nothing to wear, like genuinely nothing to wear that would fit, that's that's not okay. And it wasn't that there was nothing that fit. It was, you know, there was stretchy black leggings or men's T-shirts and I was just like, you know, I was in my early 30s. like I wasn't embarrassed so much about my size I was embarrassed about how I was presenting in terms of I was just had to dress like a dag um and nothing like fashion is such a huge part of your identity that I really Mm -hmm. lost that uh and the spiral sort of continued there was a little store Um, There was a little bar across the road from that and I would go there with my husband. That would be our local date night and we'd sit there and I'd watch women go in and, like all different women, go in and out of this store and they'd go, it was a clothing store and they'd come go in and they'd always come out with these little white bags and I was a size 24 at the time and I would say to my husband, we'd get a little window seat and I'm like, I wish I could be one of them and, um, you know, I wish I could shop there and he'd say one day, one day and I, I ended up getting a gastric sleeve and my weight dropped from like... I was a size 24, 26 down to like a size 18. And I remember going into that store and I found one dress and the dress was, it just fit, you know, it was the one dress in that store that fit. And there was a photo that I took um, out the front of the store and I was crying and I had my little white bag and I was so, like it was a huge moment, like I could finally at that store. And then I went home and I started thinking about it and I was like, well, why was it such a big deal that I've seen how many women can shop in these stores? I've seen it. So how come me as a size 18 could get one dress Mm. out of everything that was on offer? And I just thought like, that's, it's not okay. Like I couldn't go to Westfield. I couldn't go shopping anywhere else. I couldn't, you know, like where do women shop? And I wasn't even a size 24 anymore. I was a size 18. Um, but still, that out of everything that was on offer, there was one dress. And I just said to my husband, like, you know, I'd started to get some of my confidence back. And I said, I don't want women to miss out on life because they don't have anything to wear. Yeah. Um, there's so many other things that we have to deal with as women that that should, not be, that should not be an issue. And so my maternity leave was winding up. So I either had to go back to my night shift nursing or... I said, you know, I think I can give this a go and I think I can do a really good job at it. And, you know, I still really wanted to help people. Um, I love helping people, whether it's nursing. And, you know, so I gave it a go. And, you know, there was ups and downs and there was highs and lows, but obviously there was a lot of women that could resonate. And I wanted to create a store that you know, as your weight changes, whether you, you know, we all go up and, and down in our weight. Sometimes you're mm-hmm. a size eight, sometimes you're a size 16, but your fashion shouldn't have to change and your identity shouldn't have to change. Yeah. So I wanted a store that would have an equal experience from a size six to a size 26 that was for everyone. And that's kind of, that's exactly how Proud Poppy was born. So we now offer size six to 30, um, so if you're, you know, if you're on your health kick and you're down to a size eight or if you're a naturally petite woman, you can shop with your size 26 sister um, yeah. and have the same experience. So, um, you know, that's that's
0: my vision and that's kind of what's come to life. I love that so much especially because that journey of motherhood so much is taken away you gain so much please don't let me think that you don't gain so much you no, do but no, you no. also as a person you lose so much of your identity you lose your um, flexibility you lose your right. uh, you know a- adaptability in terms of um, that loss of control of your time and, and yeah. how you're going to spend that time. And I I so resonate with really that. really like a rebirthing.
1: For, it's a rebirthing for new mums as well because yeah. you're a new your era and it's not that you lose anything. You have to adapt and it's that next stage. Mm. So you've, you've come out of your cocoon but, like, you don't know how to use those wings yet. So you've really got to work that out. Yeah. Um, it's a big
0: transition. And I had kids long before you did but I remember having one black dress and it was the one black dress that kind of did me from when I was maybe six months pregnant all the way through till the baby was like one year old and that was really my go-to I didn't have anything else that I felt comfortable in leaving the house in so I love that you've created out of this out of this need that you've so clearly like felt like innately in your bones, you've gone and created something that is giving other women the opportunity to to keep that identity or to even grow their identity. I know when I walk into your stores, I go, whoa, what else? What else could I get? Like how, like <laughs> there's so many things, um beautiful things that you, that you have that are part of your brand that I think could be, I could I be the person that wears the pink earrings? Could I be the person that wears that, that print? And the it's just in the tutu (laughs) 100% I've always been a person that could wear a tutu but (laughs) I absolutely just love that you're giving women that experience and that it was um so obviously like grown from your own pain point that that you found so thank you so much you talked about ups and downs what were some of those challenges that you perhaps didn't foresee coming that really kind of hit you for six but you were able to bounce back from what comes to mind when you think about some of the times that were a bit a bit tougher
1: uh, a global pandemic no yeah, just one just that little
0: thing like just a, that. Yeah.
1: yeah I'm sick of talking about it but I guess the like we were a Melbourne-based brand um, and I struggled as well because I was on I took extended leave from my colleagues in the emergency department so I I was running my business and I put in, like I'd emailed my nurse unit manager because there was this big thing about whether they were going to call back all nurses. And I remember saying to my husband, like, and we were just starting to pick up at Proud Poppy, but I was like, I just feel like I need to go back. Um, And he, you know, we were in Melbourne. There was a lot of fear around what, you know, the C word actually was. And, um, you know, but that was definitely a real potential. I had a new baby at home. So he didn't really want me to do any of that stuff, like a a young son, not a new baby, but a young son. Um, And I was assaulted when I was pregnant with him. So he really didn't want me to go back to the emergency department anyway. But that was a big, a big thing. And I felt a lot of guilt for running my own business and, you know, having, having a good time and being creative while my colleagues were really in the midst of things and my friends. Um, so that was a challenge. Ooh. I guess the big thing for us is that's a personal challenge uh, where I almost just went back to nursing. Um, I'm glad that I didn't, and, <laughs> but, you know, that was a real crossroads. Uh, and that really made me, I guess, think about where I wanted to go and what I wanted to do. And that's when I was all in on Proud Poppy, I suppose. Um, the Being in Melbourne, there was a time where there was a lot of fear and I don't know like if anyone remembers where there was at, at the very start where there was though, I can't even remember what it was called now, but when there was like a contamination site, like the grade one don't go there, these people are lepers, that you will get COVID and you will die, basically, if you go anywhere near this place. And yeah. there was like 10 businesses listed and every every day as a Melbourne person in lockdown, you tune in, where else should I not go to, you know? Sure. And Proud Poppy popped up on there. Oh. So... In the list of 10 businesses, Proud Poppy Clothing was listed. They say any PR is good PR. I strongly don't recommend that theory. Uh, And what happened was a lady had come for a local pickup because you could click and collect. So she Mm -hmm. came, rang the doorbell, stepped in the door, got her parcel and left. And she was literally in the building for 45 seconds and we had to shut down. Uh, We had to shut down. We had to deep clean. We had people interstate saying, is it? Is it safe to shop with you? Can we refund our orders? Can we, you know, it was just full disaster mode. It cost thousands of dollars to clean. Uh, Our staff, like it was just a nightmare. And initially they listed our Doreen store address, but they got that wrong. So (laughs) um, it was just, and then it was actually our warehouse. Oh, gosh. Um, So that was a huge obstacle, but I think the big thing for us was that we'd really focused on community before sales, before any of that. So uh, our audience really rallied with Mm -hmm. us and supported us through that. They trusted me when I said there's no risk to them. Um, They knew I was honest and I was transparent. So if there was, I would have told them. Um, So I think that's where you know, building your community and not just focusing on the sales aspect of business is so important because when times are tough, that's who you need to get you through and that's, you know, we really came out stronger when I thought we were ruined but we really came out stronger on the other end because everyone
0: just wanted to support us. But
1: that was definitely a
0: huge... Holy moly, yeah. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, I can't imagine how deep your heart sank when you looked at on the screen and, and saw the name of your business there yeah i'm glad you've been able to come out uh, on the other side of it and of course now proud poppy is an award-winning um business that's going from strength to strength this year alone in the raw awards you won silver for best hair beauty and fashion gold in business growth gold in making waves bronze in woman of the year and of course the big gong the gold in the raw business of the year talk to us about why entering awards is something that's an important part of your business strategy what great experiences you've had before and why you think it's really valuable
1: um, there's loads of, loads of reasons. I think obviously when you're new to the industry and new to the game, like I have no experience in, um, you know, in this sort of industry, it's about getting your name out there. I think it's so important, like, especially as an entrepreneur, if you think you have a good idea, the big part is, um, the big challenge is getting people to hear your idea and know about your brand. And a lot of people are like, oh my God, how did I not know about you? So, you know, and it gets people talking. It's a great chance for some really positive PR. Um, And the networks, the community that uh, you meet, like it's so important to surround yourself with like-minded people. Um, The connections that I've made through the awards are priceless. And they're like, you know, the trophies are great, but the connections are just they're just so important. They're so special. And it's people who understand, like um, they understand, they look after you. Uh, It's like an extended friendship group. So, you know, it's, that's really important um, because business isn't all ups. There are a lot of downs. So it is important to have people around you that understand what you're going through and can support you through that. And that's most of the people that fall into that category for me are people I've met through the awards.
0: I love that and I just loved last year the ability for everybody to come together to celebrate each other I don't think we do that enough as entrepreneurs it can be quite a lonely um, journey that we go on I bet when you you know your heart sank when you saw your name on the tv in that awful awful moment you were like you must have felt completely alone but it's those moments where we get to come together and share that really remind us that we're all all coming across our own struggles and our own journeys as part of as part of this choice that we make to go into entrepreneurship. And so um, I love that you you prioritise it and that you make a thing of it. And, of course, you've been rewarded for your success. So congratulations. Thank you. Thank you so much. Tara, you ready for some rapid-fire questions? Hit me. Let's go. I'm mixing it up a bit today. Um, I haven't Um, had any warning on these, so let's go. (laughs) So what advice would you give your younger self if they were just starting out in business? What would you tell them? What do they need to know?
1: Ooh, that's a big one. Uh, number one is set your boundaries and don't take any shit.
0: Ooh, yeah, girl.
1: (laughs) I I love that. I think, and you would understand. I think, especially as women, um, the you know, if you're assertive, there's a difference between being assertive and being fair and firm, and um, you know, being a boss. But as women, like if you're a man a lot in business and in a position of, you know, authority in your business, uh, no one would blink twice. But I think like, especially as a young female, uh, people confuse that there's a difference between being a bitch and being a boss. And one of my staff members actually reminded me of that I got off a call the other day and I was like, oh, such a bitch. She's like, no, you weren't. You were a boss. I was like, was I? She's like, yes, that was fine. (laughs) I'm like, oh, but I think that's okay. And it's setting those professional boundaries between who you are as a person and what you need to achieve as a business and um, being really clear with those and what your expectations are from the get-go and Mm. standing by them. As long as you're you're fair, it's okay to be firm.
0: Mm. Oh, I love that. I feel like I need to put all of that on a t-shirt, everything you just said. (laughs) What's your favorite app on your phone?
1: Uh I'm not gonna say Instagram. InShot. I love InShot. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Beautiful. What's the last TV show you binged and loved?
1: Selling sunset.
0: Oh love. Dream big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Aspirational. Yeah. I love it. And uh what is what is the thing you're most looking forward to in the future?
1: I'm looking forward to reclaiming some time in the future. So we're really working on systems and processes at Proud Poppy. Uh, We have had this huge rapid growth over four years, which we've really just found ourselves running on a hamster wheel. Um, And I really just want to take the time with the team to maybe not so much think about what's next and what else we can do, but just really simplifying all of our lives. So we're not just running. Um, I definitely think there's, you know, there's being busy is really glorified but being busy like what does success mean for me not being busy being successful being profitable and having time Mm -hmm. um so there's a big difference there so we're really focusing on that for the future um because you know you really need to enjoy the journey
0: absolutely and I think there is I think the tides are turning when it yeah. comes to that busy being glorified. I think there are a lot more people looking for space, a lot more people looking yeah. for that lifestyle choice, especially in their business journey. Yeah. And I'm 100% on board with you. Less less hustle and more, um, you know, being able to be choosing how we're going to spend our time, choosing how we're going to spend our energy and choosing, yeah. you know, what that looks like for us in our business.
1: I think you still need to get shit done, but it's about using that that time. Like when it, when am I on? And when am I, what am I trying to achieve? Setting your boundaries, setting your targets, setting your deadlines and getting it done within that time so that then your wind down time can be wind down time. Um, So it's just really about, you know, maximising your working hours so that you can have more time out of work.
0: Absolutely. Tyra McKeon from Proud Poppy Clothing, thank you so much for joining us on the Raw Success Podcast. What would you like to tell everybody about your business, about your brand, about what's coming up and what what they need to know? Feel free to tell us everything.
1: I've just said about time, but 2024 is going to be our year. We've worked really hard on uh, quite a few new product offerings that are coming our way for 2024. We're going to be introducing swimwear, Um, We're introducing homeware. We're introducing Proud Poppy After Dark. So think sequins, think think glam, think all things fabulous. So I'm really excited about that. Uh, Our stores, our store expansion. So we currently have the two stores in Doreen and Mentone in Victoria. We've got Toowoomba, Maroochydore and Heads on the Gold Coast. So um, looking to head into New South Wales and South Australia. So we're everywhere. Um, and our VIP page on Facebook, the Facebook VIP, Proud Poppy VIP community. We just love that. So really looking to nurture that group. So head on over and join that if you're on Facebook.
0: Beautiful. And if you're looking for an outfit for the 2024 Raw Awards. You know where to go. You absolutely you know, know
1: where
0: to go. Tara, yeah. <laughs> so, thank you so much. This has been such a pleasure. And congratulations again on winning gold for the Raw Business of the Year. It's just so lovely to chat with you. Congratulations on all that you've achieved and we'll see you very soon. you so much. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Raw Success Podcast. The Raw Success Podcast is an original production for the Raw Success Network. To learn more about how we can help support, elevate and celebrate your small business, go to rawsuccess.com. You've been listening to another Raw Success production. Learn more at rawsuccess.com.